Hello, and welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. This is my podcast. And if you haven't noticed, I have a new logo, (laughs) a new podcast logo. I started this podcast quite a while ago, to be honest. Like, I actually think I started it in 2019. I was living in New Zealand at the time, and it was kind of just a, a place where I could talk freely about things. I could create longer form content. And at the time, I was kind of deciding between YouTube and a podcast because I was growing my social media channels, but I really wanted to produce longer content and something more substantial. And that's kind of how podcasting came about. And so much has changed since 2019. Obviously, it's 2023 now, which is crazy. I took a hiatus from the podcast for a while in 2020, I think it was. And I've been back producing an episode every week, probably for the last, I don't know, year, year and a half, maybe now, something like that. And yeah, it's good. I'm doing a lot of personal episodes lately. I typically interview people as well. Lots of health experts, lots of people about biohacking and wellness and what they're up to. And yeah, who knows? Who knows where it's going to go? And I am so happy that you're joining. I really want to do a full rebrand, to be honest, but I don't have the time or the energy right now to do it. So I just did a little podcast, new logo, a little freshen up, a little new display photos, whatever you want to call them, profile pics. And then I we'll do a full rebrand probably this summer because even my website, like things have changed so much since my website was originally produced and the photo shoot for the website was originally done. It doesn't really reflect what I do in my business now. It doesn't really reflect me fully as much. And so it needs to be updated. And mostly because you know, I am a full-time content creator or will be very soon. And that's kind of what I do is like I I produce content in very different forms. And when I originally created my website, I was practicing as a nutritionist and I don't practice right now. I don't see clients. I don't work as a nutritionist. I still am a holistic nutritionist, but I don't work as one. And so a lot of the photos and a lot of the things on there are photos of me <laughs> washing kale. I don't even eat kale anymore. So it needs to be rebranded. And I'm excited actually to do that this year and to kind of dive into biohacking more. I've definitely, I do think nutrition is so important, but I've, I'm definitely more in the biohacking field than, than the nutrition field. And so I want my brand to represent that and and be be cognizant of that and educate people on that. And I'm very excited to be going into my business full-time in March, but I'm also taking like March off. So it's actually kind of like April. Yeah. So lots to come, lots of things to look forward to this year. I'm going to Costa Rica in March for three weeks. I was in Costa Rica last year at the end of February and loved it. And between you and I, the small group of humans who listen to this podcast, between you and I, I am low-key thinking about moving there. And there's a lot to say about that. And I am very much not 
I haven't made up my mind. I haven't made up any decisions, but it's in my head and it's on my heart. And there's a lot to do with that. And I will do a full episode on that, of course. And I'm very curious to see how March goes with spending three weeks there. That's the most amount of time I've spent there. I think kind of the next steps after that would be next winter going there for six months. So probably doing like three months in Nicaragua, three months in Costa Rica, probably, you know, let's say October to April type of idea. And that's kind of will be the ultimate test of moving down there. It's a big decision. (laughs) It's a very new, it's new and it isn't new. I, there's just a lot of things I'm thinking about, thinking about raising a family and where I would want to raise a family, thinking about my values and health freedom and the lack of freedom that you have when you live in Canada from a health perspective. I think about all of the people who I admire and look up to who are building in places like Costa Rica and moving there. I think it says a lot. I think it says a lot that like Dr. Mercola is building a massive place in Costa Rica and moving down there. Like just people like that. Like it, it, I don't want to say that one person can influence you, but they definitely can. And it just makes me think, you know, it makes me think about my life decisions and I want to be very intentional about things. And I also think, and again, you know, this is such a side tangent that I'm going on here, but I, as much as I love the West coast of Canada and I have a ton of friends here, you know, we own property here now. I've been in Vancouver since 2015, as much as I love it here. I very much feel like the healthy habits that I do and the biohacks that I do, not all of them, but a lot of them are basically to kind of combat the lifestyle of the concrete jungle of the modern world, right? You know, like we, for example, every morning I use a red light therapy face mask instead of being able to go out in the sun and get natural red light. And I don't have that option here because it literally rains every single day or it's cloudy every single day all winter. Like, I kid you not, people who don't live on the West Coast have no idea how gray it is all the time. So, you know, when I think about moving and I think about leaving for the winter and I think about raising a family and all of these really big decisions it kind of just like all loops together. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing all of these healthy things and I feel great and I look great and I I feel good in my skin and where I'm at, but it's so much work and it's so much time, so much money to kind of like counteract the lifestyle that we live where, whereas like you could live in a place like Nicaragua or Central America anywhere and kind of be out of that hustle and out of that concrete jungle and arguably healthier, right? Like arguably you are actually living in the type of environment that your body wants you to live in. You're living in the type of place that gives you fresh air every single day, sunshine, negative ions from the beach. You're grounded every day because you're walking on the sand because it's warm outside always. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just kind of think of all of the natural biohacks that would come from that type of lifestyle. And then I think of my current lifestyle and how I'm bringing them in every day, but it's 
so much dedication. It's so much work. It's so much time and money. And you have to be able to understand how everything works and how to do it properly. So I don't know. Food for thought. Biohacks for thought. Again, this is no... This is no big decision I've made. This is just where my head is at today as I record this. And I like to express how I feel and what I'm thinking because I I think it's interesting. And you know what's also interesting is I posted an Instagram story last week about this. Very, very casual, okay? I think I said something like, I'm going to Costa Rica for three weeks in March, potentially going for six months in the winter next year. Just like cash with really no like big intention behind it. And the amount of people who responded, which I didn't expect, who said, oh my gosh, I want to do the same thing. I want to go south every winter. I want to move south. How do I do it? What are you doing with your dog? Are you driving? What are you doing about your property? Where are you going? Why are you choosing those places? Like so many people were seriously, seriously interested in the idea of living South somewhere else. And, and yeah, I think that's very interesting as well. As somebody who is a content creator, podcaster, nutritionist, my entire business is online and it always has been. So I can literally work from anywhere in the world. So for me, it's, I don't really have, you know, some sort of office that I go into every single day. So it doesn't really impact my business that much if I were to live somewhere down South. Obviously, you know, access to certain tech and food and things like that might be limited. And I definitely understand that. But with the increase of digital nomads and the increase of people working online, it's really changing how people see where they can live and what they can do. And with the rising of costs, like cost of living in Canada is really high. Cost of living in the States is high. So I don't blame people for being like, oh my gosh, you're doing it. Okay, where are you going? Oh, you work online? Oh, you're actually going to be paid in USD and Canadian, but you're going to be paying the cost of living in a cheaper place. Oh, wow. (laughs) That makes so much sense. You know, this means that you can have this X, Y, and Z lifestyle now. So again, there's a lot to say, and these are my thoughts that I have. And anyway, That's just a little ramble for you. (laughs) We'll see what happens. But regardless, stay tuned in March when I go to Costa Rica. I'm going to be like the biohack, the biohacker in me is just so excited. (laughs) And the content creator in me is so excited because there's so many cool things to do. There's, it's so beautiful There's so much that I want to shoot and take photos of and create videos of that I'm very, very excited. So a shout out to the sponsors of this week who make this show possible. Thank you so much. As always, I love my silver biotics. I just posted about this last week. I actually use this every single time I go in the sauna or steam room. Silver Biotics creates different products that specialize in using silver to combat the unhealthy microbes that are on our skin and in our bodies. So when you use silver, basically it 
kills all the bad guys, I like to say, whether you're dealing with like a rash or irritation or ear infection or anything orally in your mouth as well, or you kind of want to do more of a detox and a cleanse, they also have a supplement you can take, which is a liquid supplement that has silver in it. Their technology is really impressive. The particles that they use are very small, like they're nano size. So the silver actually does not collect in the body at all, unlike traditional colloidal silver products. And also shout out to Bioptimizers. I love your products. I've always loved Bioptimizers, actually. I use their magnesium every single day. I take two of them. It is full spectrum magnesium. It has seven different types of magnesium in it. And I use their digestive enzymes, especially when I'm traveling, because you know, it's hard to eat as healthy as you want to when you're traveling. So when I have like gluten, dairy, alcohol, sugar, anything like that, I will take digestive enzymes. Um, And I also use their probiotics when I travel as well. So they have a, a wide range of products. Definitely check it out. Both of them will be linked on the show notes of this podcast episode. They're also linked on my website, on my shop. Discount code BIOHACKINGBRITTANY in all capitals. Use the link, use the discount code so you don't have to pay full price and go for it. Enjoy them. And if you have any questions, let me know. Enjoy this podcast episode. We dive into, my gosh, so many things. Bioidentical hormones, adrenals, adrenal fatigue. Is it a real thing? I don't know. Adrenaline overload, adrenaline excess. What does that look like? So enjoy it. I hope you learned something from it. I definitely, definitely did. And if you want to order the progesterone cream that we talk about in this episode, I will link it in the show notes as well. I am going to order some today. You can get it internationally. They just like change what it's called on the box. Don't tell anybody, but you can order it internationally. And that is what I'm going to start using as well. So enjoy this episode and message me if you have any questions and stay tuned for another episode next week. Okay. Welcome everybody to biohacking with Brittany. I am so thrilled that you are listening in the new year. I hope that everyone's healthy habits and healthy new start is going well. I know mine definitely is, although it's (laughs) a lot of work and a lot of dedication. I am super excited about this interview today. This is actually the first interview I'm doing of the new year. I did some personal episodes where I kind of dove through where I'm at in my own health journey. And now I'm kind of getting back into interviewing different guests and experts on the show to learn from them, to be honest, because everyone, a lot of people know way more about health and nutrition than I do. And so I love bringing these types of people to you so you can learn from them as well. And today is no different. So we have Dr. Michael Platt on the show. He works in the functional, alternative, and allopathic or aliopathic medicine field, which is basically everything that I love. And he focuses on bioidentical hormones and adrenaline overload, which are two very, very specific niches to be in. So Dr. Platt, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Wonderful. So I'm so curious. I mean, we don't have to go into it in a lot of detail, but... How did you get to the point where you are specializing in bioidentical hormones? That is not like not a lot of people do that. So I'm very curious how you got to that point. I got interested in hormones after my mother died of breast cancer. 
And I, and she was only 61 when she died. And I realized right after she died that I had inherited her hormones. People don't realize this, but men and women have the identical hormones, you know, different levels, but the same hormones. And going back then, this was actually in 1980. At that time, when I was driving, I used to have to slap my face trying to keep my eyes open. And what was happening, I was getting a low blood sugar, which meant that I was overproducing insulin. Now, because my mother had breast cancer, I knew she was low in progesterone. And so I figured, well, maybe there's a connection between a low progesterone and having too much insulin. So I started using progesterone cream. And it, and not only then, but even now, doctors still think it's a woman's hormone. But like I said, men and women had the same hormones. Well, ever since I started using progesterone, and this is going back many, many years, I have never gotten sleepy driving. So I knew that for whatever reason, progesterone was blocking insulin, and I knew it, it blocked estrogen. I, yeah, so that's how I got interested in hormones. So I started trying to learn as much as I could, and I opened up a clinic, sort of like a wellness clinic, dealing with hormones. And I was in a very strategic position because it was my own clinic. <laughs> I, I had control. So I was, you know, I was able to spend about two hours with every patient. And let me tell you something. That's how you learn about how the body operates and what works and what doesn't work. And so over the years, I noticed that there was a very powerful relationship amongst my patients. Had seemed to have the same symptoms. You know, they had trouble sleeping. They had some anger issues. They had anxiety. And so I sort of narrowed it down to adrenaline. And that's how I got interested in adrenaline. You know, not only what, why the body produces it, but what can be done to reduce it. As you may know, I've written a book called Adrenaline Dominance. It is the only book ever written that explores this whole concept, clinical consequences of too much adrenaline. Nobody, nobody talks about it. And yet everybody gets exposed to it. And if, yeah, well, later on, I'll, I'll go into the conditions related. We'll certainly talk about what you can do about it. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely will swing back to bioidentical hormones as well. I find it so interesting, like you said, that you talk about adrenaline dominance. So how do you define that, first of all? Like, how do you explain that to people? Well, first of all, adrenaline is both a hormone as well as a neurotransmitter. And as a hormone, it has certain effects on the body. And as a neurotransmitter, it has certain effects. And when people have an overabundance of adrenaline, it'll cause all sorts of symptoms. And the number one reason why people have trouble sleeping is adre excess adrenaline. And people that grind their teeth, that's adrenaline. And people that toss and turn at night and people people that sort of have to get up at night to urinate. And so ad adrenaline certainly affects sleep probably more than anything else. And adrenaline peaks at 2.30 in the morning. And, the, the, and what we're going to go over is why the body is releasing adrenaline. But suffice it to say, the brain runs out of fuel at 2.30 in the morning. And when that happens, that's when the body releases adrenaline. And adrenaline gives people that urge to urinate. So a lot of people get up at night around 2.30 to urinate. And during the day, you may have heard the term an, an overactive bladder. You know, women that have to run to the bathroom every 20, 30 minutes, that's adrenaline. And you've heard of bedwetting in children. The only cause of bedwetting in children is excess adrenaline. But, it, but excess adrenaline actually starts in the womb. You know, when you hear about... A woman who's pregnant and the fetus is doing a lot of kicking. That, that kicking is adrenaline. And it should forewarn the mother 
that when the baby is born, that baby will probably have colic. And colic is caused by excess adrenaline. And instead of being up with a, a crying baby all night, you can get rid of colic in about five minutes. So, so adrenaline has a big effect on things. You know, a lot of people talk about anxiety. The only cause of anxiety is adrenaline. Nothing else causes it. And also, adrenaline is what, what is known as an anger hormone. You've heard of people that get road rage. and But what's nice about road rage, you can get rid of it in 24 hours. So, I mean, I've experienced some of the symptoms that you're talking about. I would probably argue that most people have. So what do you think causes this excess of adrenaline that most people are kind of dealing with? There's no question that it's a genetic thing. In other words, if, if somebody has a lot of adrenaline, that means that one or both parents have a lot of adrenaline. It's all, you know, so when you talk about all these kids with ADHD, and the only thing that causes ADHD is adrenaline, the only thing. And you can actually get rid of ADHD in 24 hours just by lowering adrenaline. But if a child has ADHD, that means one or both parents have ADHD. So answer your question, if somebody has a lot of excess adrenaline, it's just, they inherited it. Right. Okay. And so then what can we do about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, can I go on my soapbox for a little bit here? Yeah, absolutely. We don't have a good medical system. And the reason for that is that drug companies control medicine. They control what doctors learn in medical school. They control the medical boards. They control the FDA. They control everything. And the problem with drug companies, they have no interest in people being healthy. That's the last thing they want is a healthy population. And so the problem is, is that doctors are not trained to treat the cause of illness. Drug companies do not want doctors to know the cause of illness because they can actually get people well again. And doctors actually receive very little or no training with regard to hormones, even though hormones control everything in the body, doctors get no training in it. And I'm sad to say that gynecologists might be lowest in terms of their knowledge of hormones, and they take care of women. So I'm going to get off my soapbox. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And so you ask, you know, what, why do we have increased adrenaline? Well, it's important to understand why the body releases adrenaline. Now, now people, People know adrenaline is what they call the fight or flight hormone, which means that when people are in danger, the body will pour out adrenaline. And, and that's true. But danger is a very unusual or rare circumstance why the body puts out adrenaline. The primary, the main function of adrenaline is to raise sugar levels for the brain. And most people do not realize that the brain uses more sugar than any other tissue in the body. And the brain can't function without sugar. You know, you may have heard of people that fall asleep when they're driving. You know, they fall asleep because that's a low blood sugar. And these people can, can go off the road and hit a tree and kill themselves. So needless to say, the body always wants to make sure that the brain can function. It's a survival concern. So understanding that the reason why the body is putting out adrenaline is to provide fuel to the brain then very simply, people should understand that if they provide fuel to the brain, the body doesn't have to use adrenaline. And that's what happens. You know, the brain uses two different fuels. You know, one, one is glucose. You know, that's the type of sugar that it uses. And the best source of glucose comes from vegetables. 
Now, you don't think about vegetables as being high in sugar, but they are carbohydrates and they break down into sugar, but they're low glycemic. And that's important because what that means is, is that they don't produce a lot of insulin. See, candy and soda are great sources of glucose, but they're high glycemic. They produce a lot of insulin. And the problem with the insulin, it lowers blood sugar and at a time when we're trying to increase sugar. So it defeats the purpose. So glucose is an important fuel for the brain. The other fuel is even more important, and that's ketones. And everybody's heard of a ketogenic diet, which I don't recommend. Not that it can't be useful. It's just it's a very difficult diet to, to accomplish. But you can get ketones directly from coconut oil, which is a great fuel for cooking, or something called MCT oil, medium medium chain triglyceride oil, which comes from coconut oil. And so both coconut oil and MCT oil convert into ketones. So people do the vegetables, the MCT oil, the coconut oil, actually within 24, maybe at the most 48 hours, you get a significant drop in adrenaline. And the only other thing you have to add is a hormone. And that's where progesterone comes in, which is my favorite hormone. But progesterone cream, and I'm not talking about a pill. Progesterone cream in a 5% strength, 5% means that each pump is 50 milligrams. That's the exact strength you need to block adrenaline. So that basically, it. people can actually do this at home. They don't need a doctor to do any of this. They can sort of derive meal plan on their own. They can get a 5% progesterone cream over the counter. They have trouble locating that. You know, they can go to my website and they don't need a, they don't need a prescription. I kid you not when I say that I use the mineral silver every single day. I love to sauna just like a typical biohacker and I love to go to the steam room and I am very concerned about the bacteria in some of these places. I have kind of been dealing with this rash on my legs that kind of comes and goes. I've, you know, talked about this on my podcast before and Silver actually helps so much with this because it breaks down and kills any bad bacteria, viruses, microbes, anything on the surface. I use the cream and the gel from Silver Biotics to help my skin for this very reason. But it's not just for rashes. People use silver for ear infections, taking it as a supplement, using it as a mouthwash, using it for toe fungus, anything like that where there's like some bad microbes that need to basically be, you know, died and killed off in order for the other ones, the good ones to survive. So that's what silver does. I love taking it and I honestly use it every single day. Silver Biotics also makes a fantastic supplement, liquid supplement, where you can take a teaspoon to a tablespoon a day and it really boosts your immune system in this way. Make sure you check them out. They are linked on the shop page on my website at biohackingbrittany.com and use my discount code with them, biohackingbrittany, to get a discount on all of their products, the cream, the gel. They also have a toothpaste, the supplement, all of it. That is linked on my website and in the show notes of this podcast. And my discount code is biohackingbrittany. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. I find, yeah, I'm very interested in bioidentical hormones in general for a couple of reasons. I, so I've actually been on progesterone before, but I went on the pill version. And this was a couple of years ago when my cycle, my menstrual cycle was irregular. 
And my gynecologist was like, take this bioidentical hormone. It's going to help you ovulate and it's going to help with your cycle. And I took it for one cycle and then I didn't continue with it because I was kind of worried about it. And I also just didn't think it was an effective solution for what I was dealing with at the time. But I think my concern with bioidentical hormones is that, and this might not be true with the cream, I guess, but it kind of just feels like it's a band-aid solution to like what is actually happening in the body. And so if the cause is adrenal overload or adrenaline overload, then shouldn't we be like trying to heal that rather than just taking some sort of cream or pill to kind of like change that within the body? Do you know what I mean? Well, I hear what you're saying, but let me go back to what you were just talking about. The reason why you didn't have much of an effect from the progesterone when you were on it is that you were put on an oral progesterone. And nowadays, that's the primary progesterone that is prescribed by doctors. But remember what I said, doctors don't get any training in hormones. What they don't realize is that oral progesterone goes straight to the liver and it converts into a different hormone. 90% of it is converted into a hormone called allopregnanolone. And which has the side effect of making you sleepy. That's why they give you take it at night. But it's not progesterone. You were not on progesterone. And it's funny that he said it would help you ovulate. You know, progesterone prevents you from ovulating. But anyway, but that's a gynecologist. And there's nothing, I have nothing against your gynecologist. I'm just saying they just are not trained in hormones. The, so your listeners should be careful that if they're going to get progesterone, it should always be a cream. The cream is applied to the skin. It goes directly into the bloodstream. And then the bloodstream carries it to receptor sites throughout the body. But oral progesterone converts into a different hormone. It's not progesterone. So just, I just, it's a, that's an important takeaway for your listeners to, to realize that. Yeah, I think that's really helpful. And he's not my gynecologist anymore <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> okay. But I guess my question then is, how do you know when you should take bioidentical hormones versus trying to heal the root cause? Well, you know, the ovaries produce four different hormones. And as women get older, you know, the amount of hormones starts decreasing. And when they get around the age of 50, the ovaries actually really stop making hormones. And women go into what they call the menopause. Menopause just means no bleeding. That's all it means. So, but the number one hormone that is affected by the menopause is progesterone. And what's nice about progesterone, there's no downside to it. You can't overdose on it, and so you can't hurt yourself with it. So it's a safe hormone to take. It, it's even safe for babies. Remember I said babies that have colic? You know, you just have to rub progesterone in their belly, and the and colic goes away in about five minutes. You're saying, well, how can you give hormones to a child, right? Well, the thing is, when the fetus, is in the womb, it gets exposed to incredibly high levels of progesterone, You the levels you cannot duplicate. So if a fetus can tolerate huge amounts of progesterone, you would think a baby can tolerate it, and it does. You can't harm a baby with progesterone. And another advantage, you know, you've heard of women that have post, postpartum depression. Well, they get postpartum depression because they get that sudden drop of, you know, they have huge amounts of progesterone. Then all of a sudden, when they deliver, there's a sudden drop and they get progesterone as a natural antidepressant. So needless to say, they become depressed. So you would think that without even thinking, the treatment would be progesterone. 
but instead they put these women on antidepressants. You know, I this is our medical system. There's another condition that you may have heard of called PMDD, stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. It's found in about 8% of women. They, these are the women that for 10 days out of the month, nobody, nobody can live with them because they have severe anger issues and severe mood changes. And, but it's, again, it's caused by adrenaline. So it's easy. easy any, anything caused by adrenaline is easy to fix. So, but, you know, you have to remember you're, you yourself are a very creative type woman. Now, creative people, they're very intuitive about people. In other words, they can pick up good energy and bad energy from people. And they have premonitions. They have deja vu type feeling. And when the phone rings, they'll either know who it is before they answer or, or they'll say, geez, I was just thinking about you. And the other thing you'll notice is that animals will be very attracted to you. But the thing about creative people, creative people have more adrenaline than other people. And because their mind is more active. And so their mind needs more sugar. And so they're always putting out more adrenaline. If you look at the if you look at the music industry, a lot of drugs and alcohol. You know, these are creative people that that are just trying to chill out. They're trying to relax from all the adrenaline. So, so when it comes to addiction, wouldn't it be better just to give somebody some progesterone rather than put them on drugs and alcohol? But anyway, I mean, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I think it's I think it's very interesting, and I think it's an interesting approach to kind of look at it through the lens that you're discussing. Is it possible for you to overuse something like progesterone cream and then your body kind of becomes reliant on it over time? Well, there's no such thing as a progesterone stimulating hormone. So by using progesterone, you don't turn off the body's production of it. But most people are low in it to begin with. So what's nice about progesterone, I don't know any downside to it. But, you know, progesterone, you know, is mostly known for blocking estrogen. So it helps with cramps and PMS and breast tenesis and stuff like this. And it helps prevent fibroids and endometriosis. Which, and all these things are caused by estrogen. And estrogen is the number one hormone sold in America. which is, And it's my least favorite hormone. But anyway, well, just the, it's just the way it is. It's not a perfect world. I, I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, you know, I mentioned ADHD is caused by excess adrenaline. And the book I wrote is the only book ever written that talks about adrenaline and ADHD. Nobody else talks about this. Why is that? I mean, it's not that it's not that complex. Bipolar disorders are caused, you know, by and PTSD. This is all caused by excess adrenaline and something called chronic interstitial cystitis. Fibromyalgia is caused by excess adrenaline. There are four. There are 4 million people in this country with fibromyalgia, and they've all been told there's no cure for it. And that's not true. It's, yeah, I'm not a big fan of our medical system. I have to be honest with you. I mean, like, I don't blame you. I, I think that's fair. I think there's a lot of, it's a business. It's a business more than it is like a patient first type of idea yeah. and type of model, which is very unfortunate. And it's it's been like that for quite a while. And I'm not quite sure, unfortunately, if it is getting better. The United States has given a drug company called Moderna and Pfizer literally billions of dollars to help them formulate their vaccines. And but right now, the vaccines are about $20 a piece. Okay. Well, these two companies that spend very little themselves on any research, they're going to increase it now to $130 a piece, but no reason at all except to make money. I guess it 
And it's the same thing that they did with insulin. You know, tetracycline that used to be like about five cents a capsule is now four dollars a capsule. I'm just saying, I'm the drug companies. Yeah. And yeah. And I and our government, our people in, in Congress, they allow them to get away with. It. And don't get me started on gun control. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I want to circle back to you know adrenal fatigue and the adrenaline excess. So obviously this show is about biohacking, and we briefly touched on nutrition and diet, but I'm curious from a biohacking standpoint, like what are your biohacks for, like, what are your recommendations for this overload that so many of us are dealing with? Well, let's talk about adrenal fatigue. First of all, people should understand it's a non-existent condition and it's all based on an incorrect interpretation of a saliva test. It's basically, it's a naturopath diagnosis because they're they're the ones basically that do saliva tests. And, and the problem is, is that when people have a lot of adrenaline, you can't do a saliva test. And, and the reason for that is that you have to remember adrenaline is a survival hormone. And it cuts off blood supply to areas of the body that are not needed for survival. That's where cold hands and cold feet come from. People that had cold hands and cold feet all the time. That's not thyroid. That's too much adrenaline. And it cuts off blood supply to the intestines because they're not needed for survival. And that's where irritable bowel syndrome comes from. But it also cuts off blood supply to the salivary gland because they're not needed for survival. So when they do a, a hormone saliva test, the cortisol level is low. And based on the low levels of cortisol in the saliva, because they, the cortisol can't get into the saliva, they diagnose adrenal fatigue. And their whole approach to adrenal fatigue is to increase cortisol levels when actually if they did a blood test, they'd find that cortisol levels are actually high. And cortisol is not a happy hormone. You know, not only does it cause weight gain because it raises sugar levels, but it's bad for the immune system and it causes osteoporosis and whatever. So but so the point is that adrenal fatigue is a non-existent condition. And people takeaway from this is that you cannot do a saliva test to do hormones when you have a lot of adrenaline. And most people have a lot of adrenaline. If you're looking for the newest cutting edge products to push your brain and body to the outer limits of what's possible, then you should stop what you're doing and check out Newtopia, the most powerful bespoke nootropics on the market today. These nootropic stacks are taking the industry by storm because they're safe, legal, and highly effective. You see, every stack was formulated by a man who's the most advanced brain chemist and nootropics formulator alive today. Woo, that's impressive. Even better, every formula is customized for you based on your strengths, weaknesses, and goals, so you get exactly what you need. Taking the right formulas at the right times can help you focus intensely block out distractions, reduce stress and anxiety, enhance your creativity, boost your memory, and a whole lot more. You'll be amazed how quickly they work. Within 15 to 30 minutes, you should begin to feel and notice the mental effects. Oh, and here's the best part. These formulas come with a full one-year guarantee, so there's zero risk to you to try them for yourself. So here's the deal. If you feel like you're not fully maximizing your potential, both personally and professionally, then you owe it to yourself to try Newtopia's formulas. Simply go to www.newtopia.com slash Brittany and use discount code biohackingbrittany to get 10% off. That's www.newtopia.com slash Brittany 
and use my discount code. Guys, I use this every single day and it's been a game changer. So enjoy. And I hope these really do help you focus and get all of your work done. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's interesting. I've had my cortisol tested multiple times and it's always tested in the morning, like fasting, no right. water, no water, no food. And it's always actually been low. And I know that can be, you can also have too low cortisol in the mornings. You know, what happens is, remember, adrenaline peaks at 2.30 in the morning. And adrenaline is a very powerful hormone, causes a lot of stress to the body. And the body responds to stress by putting out cortisol. Now, keep in mind that the reason why the body puts out adrenaline is to raise sugar level for the brain. And the first thing that cortisol does when it's released is also raise the sugar levels through a different process. And so when people are just lying in bed, they're putting out two hormones that raise sugar. And I am 100% convinced that the number one cause of weight gain is the release of adrenaline and then the release of cortisol while people are sleeping. So they're putting on weight while they're sleeping. And you don't hear people talk about But you mentioned that you had low cortisol levels and this was on a blood test. Then for whatever reason, if, you know, because you're a creative type person. Remember you said, I'm sure you've got a lot of adrenaline. So your adrenaline is probably peaking at a different time. And the quote, and, but I, I would t- take issue with that. I'm, su- I'm surprised, surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to pull up my results. I think my results are like within the optimal range, but it's definitely, it's definitely lower in that range. Well, you know, a normal cholesterol, a normal cortisol level goes up to 19.4. In other labs, it goes up to 23.2. But let's say it, it but anything above 12 or 13 is high. So be interesting to see what your levels really were. And that, in other words, they would have told you they were normal, but yeah. I would have, I would have said they were high. Yeah. I mean, let me, I can just pull them up right now. I just had it done. Let's see. Yeah. I did a lot of it. I did my HbA1c because I get my blood kind of tested every, every while. Okay. So this is in, here's my cortisol. So it's in UG per DL whatever that stands for. And it's seven and it says the range is four to 22. Does that make sense to you? Well, you, and this is done before nine o'clock in the morning. This was done. I think this was around nine 30, maybe 10 AM, but like fasted, no food, no water. Well, no eating would not have affected it, but the timing Mm. would. Mm, Interesting. Okay. So the only one you can actually look at is is something done before nine o'clock. Mm. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's yeah. They never told me that. They just asked, like, they just ask when they can come and do it. And I, you know, just said nine, nine thirty. But that's okay. good. That's good to know. Huh. Yeah. Cause obviously you're right. Like if it peaks around two thirty, then the timing of like these types of tests is actually super important. Well, we're talking about adrenaline, whatever. I are you familiar with, with something in dogs called separation anxiety? Yes. Yeah. That's also adrenaline. And you can put progesterone cream inside the dog's ear and within one minute, the separation anxiety is gone. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I have a dog, so I I can definitely relate to that. Okay. So like we were talking about, yeah, I know that the diet is obviously super important. And as a nutritionist myself, I, I very much like start there with people before they start any type of like you know, specific biohack, but I'm curious, 
if you think there are like lifestyle healthy habits that we can do to reduce our adrenaline? Well, you know, they have a number of activities that people can do to try to try, try to have some control over adrenaline. You know, people meditate and whatever. But to me, the most important thing is eating correctly to, to lower adrenaline and using progesterone to block it. I mean, that these are two relatively simple things. People that have road rage and that goes away in 24 hours. There are a lot of angry people out there. You know, with all these people with guns, you know, that these are angry people. Just give them some progesterone. So, yeah, <laughs> everyone be happier and less violent. <laughs> well, now, again, with your listeners, they're going to say, well, how do I know I have a lot of adrenaline? Number one, they may have trouble sleeping. They may grind their teeth. But people that have a lot of adrenaline almost always carry a lot of tension in the back of the neck. And you've heard of people that get tinnitus. Uh, again, a very common cause of that is the muscle tension in the neck cutting off the blood supply going to the inner ear. The other thing that happens is that right at the base of the skull, you have what's called the occipital nerve sheath. And when muscle tense up and squeeze that nerve sheath, it causes excruciating headaches. And these headaches, 100% of the time, are mistaken for migraines. 100% of the time. The difference is that migraines... Migraine headaches, they're difficult to manage, but these kind of headaches, that are caused, this is caused by excess adrenaline, and you just have to put some progesterone cream on the back of the neck, and these, these headaches disappear. Wow. Wow. I'm going to look into that. Do you know, I mean, I'm in Canada. Do you know anything about like the regulation of getting this type of progesterone cream in Canada? Well, they won't, customs won't allow it, but we send a lot of progesterone cream to Canada, but we send it as a body cream, not as a hormone cream. And most of the time, if not always, it goes through customs. Right. And so like, I get a lot of like neck tension and back tension just because like I work on my computer, I work on my phone. And so do you recommend using it locally? Like, would you put it on the places that are sore on your body? Well, certainly on the back of the neck. Right. Or, if, or if you have headaches. Now, the other thing is, you know, we mentioned fibromyalgia. These are people that wake up with low back pain and pain along the side of a hip, they, and they complain about fatigue. Now, the fatigue of fibromyalgia is caused by muscles that are tense all the time, and that uses up a lot of energy. And then the pain of fibromyalgia is due to a buildup of lactic acid in the muscle tissue. And But it takes you anywhere from three days to three weeks to get rid of fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia, just by lowering adrenaline. You know, they, they have doctors that give Botox injections in the neck for headaches. But wouldn't it be easier to just put some progesterone cream there? And then you have doctors now, you know, you've heard the term over an overactive bladder. They're treating that with Botox. And very often, these women lose the ability to urinate <laughs> for several weeks. They have to catheterize themselves every time they want to urinate. Wouldn't it be simpler just to lower, you know, just lower their adrenaline with progestin green? Yeah. Um, but again, these are drug companies that are dictating how doctors should manage these things. Right. So if someone were to order, I'm just looking at your website now, like if someone was like, okay, I need some progesterone cream, I'm going to order some. How often do you recommend that people use it? Is it like an everyday type of thing? Or what do you, what do you think? I don't, I don't cycle it. I have, I have women and men use it every day. And the, re the reason for that is because they produce insulin and adrenaline every day. If, we, if the problem was just estrogen, then yeah, then you could cycle it. 
but I just have women use it every day, at least twice a day. In the beginning, I recommend four times a day until their adrenaline comes down, you know, by eating correctly. I do have a, a meal plan to lower adrenaline on my website if they need it. But, you know, it's very rewarding to get people well. I Years ago, there was a fellow that came to my office. His only complaint when he came in was that he would wake up and vomit every morning. And the only thing that will cause that kind of vomiting is adrenaline. You may have heard of women that vomit throughout their entire pregnancy. Again, that's adrenaline also. But in any event, so, and he had severe fibromyalgia, which is not unexpected because he had a lot of adrenaline. So I put some progesterone cream on his arm and he rubbed his two arms together. And it, and then we continued talking. And after about five minutes, he sat back in his chair and he looked at me and he said, Doc, in my entire life, I've never felt this good. That's after funk. You know, and it's it's very rewarding to get people to feel well. And unfortunately, doctors don't often see it. No, I, I understand that for sure. Okay, before we go, is there anything that you would love my listeners to know further about, like starting with bioidentical hormones or adrenal fatigue or adrenaline? Any words of advice that you would leave them with? Well, People have to learn to become what's they need to become proactive about their own health. They can't rely on a medical system that has no interest in their being healthy. And they have to understand that, that if they really want to be healthy, they have to take responsibility. And it's not hard to get people well. You just have to treat the reason why they're not well. I know it sounds simplistic, but it's it's not. So, you know, I've written I've written another book called The Miracle of Bioidentical Hormones. And it literally brought thousands of patients to my office from all over the country and all over the world came in because of that book. The medical board in California felt the ideas in that book were so dangerous, I shouldn't be practicing medicine. And all the book talked about was treating the cause of illness. Wow. And in many cases, tr- the treating the illness was getting their hormones back in balance. But the doctors are not aware of this. You know, again, they don't know anything about hormones. I mean, I hate hearing about stuff like that because it's just like limiting, you know, freedom of speech and also just like helping people and showing them alternatives to healing. And there's just so much red tape around it. It's so difficult sometimes. Not a perfect world. (laughs) Not a perfect world. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I learned a lot from you and I think I'm actually going to order some of your progesterone cream today just because of the reasons that you talked about. And, you know, I've never tried it and I'm very open to different healing methods. So I, th- I think it's awesome. So thank you. Do you have, by the way, do you have children? No, not yet, but I do want to have kids at one point. Okay. Remember hormones run in families. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much. And if anyone wants to find you or connect with you, where can they do that? Well, my website is uh, www.plattwellness.com. And uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. I will definitely link that in the show notes for everybody. And I also put a link directly to your progesterone cream. Okay. And I think your listeners will get a, a discount on, yeah. on my website. So. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You take care now. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. 
Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.